Okay, so I think, I, think, I think today's for sure the last main share, at least. We're going to talk about the halachas of Vestas and try to go to Vestas, like we said last time, in a very practical, hopefully very easy way. They could at least understand the way the process works, what's supposed to be happening during the Vest, how you're supposed to calculate the Vestas, what, uh, what happens by Mesolekas and Muberes. In that case, we'll try to talk about those cases. And then uh, I'm not sure, maybe we'll do another share next week. About some other, some other, I think we said at the beginning, we're going to try to do some other cases that come up, some other common scenarios. Maybe we'll do that next week. Maybe childbirth, pregnancy, which we're not really, we'll just discuss today in terms of Vestas. Maybe we'll do another share next week to see, uh, I guess, how the week goes. So when it comes to, when it comes to Vestas, Vestas is probably the, the area of Hilchas Nida, that especially when you're Chassim, is probably the most confusing. And even when you learn it, I remember when I learned Tilchas Nida the first time in Kail, it was like the whole Kail was just going, uh, people getting very, very, very frustrated and very annoyed. And especially when you're not talking about the main Vestas, when you're talking about the Vesta, Flaga, Bedilog, and you're just talking about all the scenarios and all the, trying to figure out each one of the things, especially if you're not good at math and calculations, it gets very nakashmak and very confusing. I remember Chavrusa, in, in, when we were learning Tilchas Nida, told me, he said, somebody told him, a big Paisic told him, don't worry about Vestas, just whatever, get whatever you can get and just move on. If you don't know Vestas, doesn't mean you don't know Halchas Nida, and don't worry about it, it's fine. Get what you can get and move on, which to an extent is true, but uh, obviously we have to understand at least the basic Halachas and the, the Vestas that are common and what we're supposed to be doing during the Vest. Right, so uh, I don't know how it works in every person's marriage, whether they take care of the Vestas or the wife takes care of the Vestas. I think it's totally in, uh, in each marriage. I'm not sure what your Hassan Rabbi told you, what your Kala, Kala teacher told the Kala. Some of them, the men are taking care of it. Some of the women are taking care of it. But either way, whether it's you or your wife, it's definitely important that uh, you should at least know what's going on and know how the process works and know what should be taking place so that you're an educated, uh, an, an educated husband. So when, when it comes to the Indian of Vestas, so the, the Chazal, Vestas is really, the Gemara, the Gemara Nida tells us that Chazal learned from Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vizartim is b'nei Yisrael meitu masam. Yish mi mazar kal Yisrael meitu masam. And Chazal understand that we learn from the Pasuk that the same way there's a chiv prisha b'shas to masa, the same way b'shas when a woman's in need is a chiv prisha, so too there's a chiv b'shas a vesta. What is a vesta? A vesta is the time of the month that it is most likely either based on a chazaka, if you're talking about a vesta kavua, or if it's a vesta ena kavua, but this is the time of the, of the month that we are going to assume she's going to have a period. And therefore the same way we need to be careful once she's tamay, we also need to be careful if we think that she's going to become tamay or she has become tamay and we just haven't, haven't seen her she hasn't seen any blood come out yet. She hasn't, hasn't done a bedika. She doesn't know that she's bleeding. She doesn't know that she's tamay. Therefore, Chazal said she also has to be perish v'shas vesta. There is a machlikas, whether vesta is terabonon, deraisa. We pass on vesta is terabonon. Either way, there is a chiv, there is a chiv v'shas the vest at the time that is most likely to come that the couple has to be perish. And we'll talk about the other chivs as well, chiv bedika. But that is what a vest is. And there's a chiv for a woman to be perish and to have a bedika. There are a ba- two basic types of Vestas, are Vest Kavua and Vest Sheine Kavua. It used to be, it used to work definitely in the times of Chazal, and even not in the times of Chazal up until not that long ago. The way it used to work was that a woman had a Vest Kavua, basically every month, the same time of the month, she would get her period. It was very, very simple. It was, uh, it was you know, the same, same 28th of the month or whatever. We'll talk about the, the potential Vestas Kavua. She had it at the same time of the, of the month every single month, and they would need to be Pirish, she would do Badika, and then you can move on. Assuming she got, didn't get her period, they can be together. Assuming she did get her period, then you wait until the next month, and that would be all be called Aves Kavua. Not very common nowadays. I don't think it's, uh, I shouldn't say not very common. I don't think it's, it's common at all. It's very, very rare for a woman to have a Aves Kavua. It's unlikely for a woman to get a Aves Kavua. If a woman does think that she has a Aves Kavua, probably 80% of the time it's because she made a mistake in the calendar and she, does, she didn't make the cheshben properly. 
But it is, uh, it, it is possible. It is possible to get a Veskavua. It's just not as common. We'll see this because of all the variables that are necessary in order to get a Veskavua. It's not as common. And therefore, what most women nowadays have is a Vest She'enik Kavua. And we'll have to discuss what a Veskavua is, what a Vest She'enik Kavua. When it comes to Vestas, Vestas don't work like everything else, which which goes based on a full day. Vestas work based on something called an Aina. An Aina is a 12-hour period, beginning with Nates and going until Shkia. Unlike most other things in Halacha, which begins with Alois and goes until Tseis, Vestas begin with Nates and go until Shkia. And each, there's Nates till Shkia, Shkia till Nates, those are called an Aina. And when Cheshbening and calculating a Vest, you always have to figure out what Aina did the period begin in? Did it begin in morning? Did it begin at night? Did it begin in the aina of the aina sayayim or aina salayla to figure out how to calculate the vest? That's important to know. Vestas also, when calculating the vest, so first of all, you have to figure out you have to figure out which aina the period started in, and you also have to figure out what's considered the period started. I think we mentioned last. Uh, I think we mentioned last time that when it, when it comes to when it comes to vestas, so vestas are only be, only begin when a woman has an actual flow and there's a real period, small staining which takes place before vestas. Woman stains for a day or two. Which there won't be mitama, it will be mitama, but it's not the real flow that won't be considered the vestas. The vest will only begin. She'll have to figure out what is considered. When did her period begin? Mark that down on the calendar to figure out. Okay, my period began on today's Yudalat Shvat. It began Yudalat Shvat at ten o'clock in the morning. It doesn't make a difference what time of the morning, but at some point in the morning after Nate's before Shkia, she marks that down, and that is that is that is the way she figures. That is the way she begins figuring out when her vest is by by writing down when the aina, which aina the vest began in, right? If a woman, if a woman was, um, if a woman, a woman got, let's say, after five days, a woman got a clean hefsektaira and a woman got a clean bedik on the first day and a day later began bleeding again, that's not considered a new bleeding. We assume that that's, that's considered a continuation of the original bleeding that she had and that won't be considered a new vest. She goes with the same vest that she had. If maybe it's three, three days of mama shamaya, three full days in which she sees nothing, then it's possible that will be a new vest and you have to call her off to figure out exactly is this considered a new bleeding or not a new bleeding, but the average case is a woman starts bleeding, she bleeds for five days, figure out when the beginning of the bleeding was, figure out, mark that down, the, uh, what, which aina it was, and then you could start beginning to figure out what the vest, what, what, uh, the issue that sometimes comes up is a woman doesn't know when she began bleeding, right? A woman was sleeping and she wakes up and she finds that she began bleeding or in the middle of the day, she, 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 puts on a, she has put on a pad because she knows that she's going to get her period, but she doesn't know exactly when it came. So you go, if, you, if she's unsure, she can go based on the time that she finds that she finds the blood and she can assume that that's the time. She wakes up and it's two hours after Nate's. She can assume that it came after Nate. She does not have to assume that it came before Nate's and she marks down the day that uh, the day as the beginning of Aynes Havas. That's all just, just Hagdama too, how to figure out the vest. Again, she has to know which Ayn it is. She has to know when it began and she has to, uh, and she, as much I know when, and when it began. Yeah, so the first thing, the first, Category of Vestas is called Veskavua, as we said, not very common, not very common at all, but we just, it's Kedai to understand Veskavua, just so we can understand Vesha Inikavua also, because Vesha Inikavua is built on Veskavua. Veskavua, the average, the, 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 the main type of Veskavua that a woman could have is called a Vesta Chaydesh. Vesta Chaydesh means that if today's Yudalid, Yudalid Shva, and she sees Aynes Ayyim next month, and Yudalid Adar Aleph, she sees Aynes Ayyim, she has to see the same Aynes all three months in a row, then the next month, and Yudalid Adar Beish, she sees Aynes Ayyim. That is called a vest kavua lachaydash. She has established a proper pattern that she's going to always see on the fourteenth of the month by day, and that would be called a vest kavua lachaydash, right? And if, if, however, if for example, let's say she saw this month on yudalid shva by day, next month she sees yudalid other aleph at night, that's not called a vest kavua. That already is not a pattern because one's einus ayoyim, one's einus alayla. That would not be the, the the beginning of a vest kavua. 
and that would already, the second re'iyah would already be oikr her ves kavua. The second basic potential ves kavua is called a vestaflaga, which means the amount of time in between the periods is the same amount of time, right? The woman, the woman has a uterus, we explained this in the first year, and the uterus gets filled up with blood, and the lining eventually, eventually sheds itself. So how much time is the, how much blood is the uterus able to hold before the uterus, before the uterus, you know, sheds, sheds, sheds the lining and the blood comes out. So let's say, let's say, let's assume that there was 29 days in between, 29 in between, and it's important to remember that we count both the day that she began bleeding the first time and the day that she began bleeding the second time. So for example, let's say she began bleeding on Yud Dalid Shva. Let's say Yud Dalid Shva, she began in Oynes Ayoyim. And then 28 days later, 20, uh, trying to think of a proper case. She, uh, let's talk about, uh, this is the case I wrote down over here. Let's say she began bleeding on Aleph Nisan Bayayim. Chavtes Nisan, she began bleeding again. So 29 days later, she began bleeding again, including Aleph Nisan and including Chavtes. That's called a haflaga of Chavtes Yamim. And if this happens three months in a row, the same haflaga, which means the same amount of, you know, also it happens by Aynas Yamim three times in a row. That will be called a vest haflaga. And that will also be a veskavu. Those are two basic types of vestaflagas. There are the veskavua, are other ones, but vestachaydesh and vestaflaga. A woman who does have a veskavua will then need to be chayshish for that veskavua going forward every month, unless she is oiker it three times. The only, way, the only way to make a veskavua is with three months in a row. The only way to be oiker, to knock out the chazaka, is with three months in a row that she does not see on that day, which means she sees at a different day, she sees or she doesn't see at all. That's the only way to be oiker a veskavua. And that is what a veskavua is. However, if a woman starts starts the process of being oiker her veskavua, but has not yet reestablished, has not yet established a new veskavua. So, for example, she sees yudalat shva, yudalat ader aleph, yudalat ader beis, and then the next month yudalat nisan, she doesn't see, or she sees on yud, right? Let's 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 assume that she sees on yud nisan, and then the next month she sees on yud yud beis um, yud beis ear. Right, so she has not broken, she has not yet broken her vest kavua because she hasn't had three months in which she didn't see on Yudalid. Nevertheless, she's at this in-between stage where she still has to keep the chashashas of her vest kavua, which is Yudalid. Plus, she also has to keep the vest kavua, which we'll talk about in a minute because we're not sure. She's, in middle, she's at this in-between stage. She's not continuing her pattern, but she hasn't established a new pattern. And therefore, she'll have to keep both vest kavua and vest kavua. Also, if a woman has a vest kavua, and then knocks out the Vesha in a Kavua, which means she had Yudalad, 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 and then the next month it's Yud, Yudbeis, and Tezvav. Right? So let's say she knocked out her Vesha Kavua, and then for months and months she's going with the Vesha in a Kavua, and then one month she, be, and then she starts bringing, and then she sees again on Yudalad, she could reestablish her Vesha Kavua. Right? As long as she has not established a new Vesha Kavua, she could always go back ahead and reestablish her Vesha Kavua because it's always Mitzotol, it's always hanging there. Just for saying, okay, there's a bunch of flukes. This fluke happened for six months. They didn't see a veskavua, and they're like, oh, now she saw again Yudalid. She's back to regular veskavua, and she'll have all the chashashas of veskavua, even though she hasn't reestablished it with three months. That's all veskavua. To to reestablish a veskavua if she hasn't gotten a new veskavua. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Depends on your ass. Okay. That's, uh, that's all. Uh, listen. Huh? You ask it? Yeah. If, if anyone has a, a Veskavul, but has a Veskavul with a Veshainikavul. Again, not, not, a very, not a very common scenario, but that's, but that's the pot. That's the Pashto. So she would have Veskavul, and the, the Veskavul would remain always hanging in, in, uh, in limbo until she reestablishes a new Veskavul. That's all Lagabe AF. A woman has a Veskavul and then knocks it out, which means, let's say, for example, a woman by, by a fluke out of Veskavul and then knocked it out. So call a rub before you just assume that it just goes back like that. 
because the whole scenario is probably, it's, there's something odd about the scenario, you have to figure out what the scenario is. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about when a woman had a Vescavua, so what happened when she had a Vescavua, for some reason her body changed and now she would get a new Vescavua. It's uncommon back in the day that they would have a Vescavua and then for years go without a Vescavua, without, without a new Vescavua. Because they, they had Vescavua, so they would either have Vescavua or reestablish a new Vescavua that was taking place. That's all Vescavua, and again, not very common. Not something which happens very often, or not, not often at all. And that's a Vescavua. Lamaisa, a woman, the average woman, Bismanenu, does not have a Vescavua, so all she has is something called a Vescavua. What is a Vescavua? A Vescavua is basically, because also, listen, we don't know what her pattern is. We don't know what's taking place. Therefore, we always have to assume that every month is the beginning of the creation of a new Vescavua. Right, which the R can that say we do not go like this at all. With R can that say bismaneinu, there is no veskavua. So the whole veshe'ena kavua is only because you're thinking about that it's the beginning of a veskavua. So maybe there shouldn't be a veshe'ena kavua either. We don't pass like that. But that's what a veshe'ena kavua is. The veshe'ena kavua is there in order to say that maybe this is. So for example, a woman sees sporadically every month a different time. This month, let's say she sees in Yudalad Shvat. We say we don't know. Maybe Yudalad is going to be the beginning of her new Veskavua. Maybe next month she's going to see again Yudalad. Maybe the month after. So therefore, that's called the Veshe'ena Kavua. We are we're making the assumption that this is the beginning of her new Veskavua. There are three main days that a woman with a Veshe'ena Kavua, a woman nowadays, needs to be careful about. Needs to needs to cheshbon. The first one is called Vest Yoyim Achodesh, right? Which means she saw on Yudalad Shvat. Next month, on Yud Dalet Adar Aleph, she needs to assume that maybe the reason why I saw last month was on was because it was Yud Dalet, and therefore, assuming that she sees Yud Dalet Shvat, um, Yud Dalet Shvat, which means she sees at 11 o'clock in the morning, she sees she has a Re'iyah, she marks it down on her calendar, the next month, on Yud Dalet Adar Aleph, by the Aynas Ayoyim, that's called her Vest Yoyim HaChaydash. Again, a woman with a Vest and a Kavur, that is Vest Yoyim HaChaydash. The second one is called Vest Aflaga, which like we said by Vest Kavua, that means the amount of days in between. So she has to figure out from the last period, which means today she's seeing Yudalad Shvat, Yudalad Shvat, she has to go back to, back to Teves and figure out when was the last period. How many days are there in between the last period and this period, including the day of the Re'iyah, which means let's say she started on Yud, Yud Teves, Yud Teves, she counts Yud Teves as a day and Yud Dalad Shvat as a day. Count how many days, count on the calendar based on if it's a Chaydash or Mali, makes a difference obviously. Count how many days are on the calendar, 28, 29, 30, whatever it is. Figure that out, that is called a Vestia Meflaga and the next month, let's say there was a 30 day interval, 30 days in between the last one and this one, including the days of the Re'iyah, 30 days later or 35 days later, let's say, she would have to, she would have to also be Pirish, that's also called the Vest Yom HaFlaga. That's the second one. The third one is called an Aina Beninus, which is on the 30th day after a period. The 30th day after a period is called an Aina because that's the average. That's what Chazal understood as the average time that a woman would get her period. That's called an Aina Beninus, which Pashas is on day number 30. That is the third vest that a woman that has a Vesha in a Kavua has. That's, and that's, come out every woman nowadays has a Vesha in a Kavua, and therefore she has to basically look out for three main days. Vest Yom what day of the month was it last time? How many days were there in between the last two periods? And what day is day number 30? Now, if you make the very simple cheshven, the vest yoyim hachaydash and the oinabeninus will many times fall on the same, on the same month, based on if it's a male or chaser, based on how many days are in the previous month. If there's 30, 30 days in the previous month, and you're, if there's 30 days in the previous month, so then between, let's say, let's assume Yud Dalet Teves, she had her last re'iyah, and then Yud Dalet Shvat is going to be the Yom HaChaydesh because same day of the month, it can also come out that that's also, th- also 30 days, right? Depending on how the calendar is set up. If it's a Malay or Chaser, it can also come out that it's 30 days in between Yud Dalet Shvat and Yud Dalet Tevis and Yud Dalet Shvat. And many times those two Aynas will overlap, those two Vestas will overlap. 
the Vesta of the Oyna Bainanist and the Vesta of the Yom Echadish will overlap. And could be the Vesta of Flaga will overlap also. Sometimes all three of them can come out in one day, and that's fine. Sometimes they come out three days in a row. Sometimes they come out with a little bit of a space. But that's all called Vesta Yom Flaga, Vesta Yom Echadish, and Oyna Bainanist. How does a woman break a Vesha in a Kavua? So a Vesha in a Kavua is not a real, it's, it's no Chazaka. It hasn't really, be estab- hasn't really been established at all. And therefore, how do you knock it off by the next month? Not seeing on that day. So a woman sees Yudal and Shvat. Then the next month she sees on Yud Shva, on Yud Adar Aleph. So Yud Shvat, she does not have to be worried. Anyway, she's in the middle of a Re'iyah. Let's not assume the case. That case is not a great, not a great, uh, not a great case. Let's assume next month she sees on, she does not see on Yud Shvat. Shvat. Yeah, so again, she, Yud Shvat, Shvat, she has a Re'iyah. Next month, let's go with the, with the, with the Vesta Chaydish because that's the easiest one. Next month, she doesn't see on Yud Shvat, right? She doesn't see... Until Tezayin, the month after that, she doesn't have to be worried about Yudalat Adar, Yudalat Adar Beis. She does not have to be worried about it because she didn't see it. Yudalat Adar Aleph, she only saw on Tezayin, and therefore her Vestiyam Achedish gets moved from Yudalat to Tezayin, and that how she, that's how she's Ikarit, and she has to be Chayshish for the new one. Right? That is Vestiyam Achedish. The same thing we go with Vesta Flaga, that once she can, once she'll, once, if she hasn't seen, let's say it's 29 days, and she hasn't seen 29 days later, she's Iker Vesta Flaga, and she has to just make the Cheshben from the new Vest. Until the new vest, right? From the from, from the new from the new re'ia to the new re'ia, make make a cheshben. Is it twenty seven days this time? Thirty days every month. We'll just have to figure out how many days are there for the last time until the until the words this time. Aydabenis obviously always remains because it's always thirty days after. That's not something that you're kavea or eicher. That's something which always remains, and therefore a woman always will have to figure out from the last month when's the vest yamachaydesh, when vesta flaga is, and when aina beninis are. Um. Other, other, there are other potential vestas which could be made. They're not very common and they're a little hard to figure out, but these are the three main ones. The other ones that could potentially come up is something called Vesta Dilug, right? Which means that a woman's seeing, let's say, Yudalad Shvat, Tezvav Adar Aleph, Tezayin Adar Bez, right? So she's seeing there's, there's a pattern taking place. There's a pattern which is established, right? That she's seeing every, it's moving, moving a day every time, or moving backwards every time, or moving two days every time. Those are all called Vesta Dilug. You could have a Vesta Dilug going forward. You could have a Vesta Dilug Lema Freya going backwards. You could have a Vesta Dilug of skipping different days. That's all called Vesta Dilug. That's one potential Vesta. Huh? How many months? Three months? A Vesta Dilug. Well, it, huh? Right, we go, we go, huh? We go, I think we go both ways. We go both ways, but for, for three and four. As more as Machlux Machabar, we go, I think we go both ways for three and four. That's called the Vesta Yoim Hadilug. The other, the, other, the other potential one is called Vestia Mashvua, which means she sees every fourth Monday, right? Every fourth Monday. Um, including the dates, right? It's four, it's four, yeah? Hey. For what? For ve- if you can't think both Mondays, yeah. You can't think both Mondays. Which means for Vesta Flogger, you can't both Mondays, and this is, yeah, you can't think like that. That's called Vesta Yemashvua. There's something called Vesta, Vesta Guf, which means that a woman has certain symptoms in her body that she knows that the, that the, that the Vesta is going to, that her period is going to come. Every time before a period, six hours before a period, she gets a migraine headache, right? That would be called a Vesta Guf. Not very common what they call, what, what it's called medically PMS, which is the symptoms that a woman has prior to the, prior to the onset of a period, which includes cramping and sw- mood swings, all that stuff. None of, that, none of that's considered a Vesta Guf. That can come at any time during the month. 
as we all know, that can come, you know, that, that, that's not something which is miyuche dafka to right before the period, and therefore that's not called vestagof. It's very, very uncommon for a woman to have a real vestagof, for her to really know that this is going, this always comes only at this time of the month, and this always comes within a certain amount of hours before the period. Therefore, if a woman does for some reason think that she has a vestagof, call her up and just talk it through, but it's, again, very uncommon that a woman would have a proper, a proper vestagof. Those are all... Um, those are all some other, again, there's Vesta Flaga, Vesta Meshvua, Vesta Guf. Those are other potential Vestas, which are not very common, but could happen also. Could happen also. The, the easiest thing, it could be mentioned this last year, the easiest thing that many, many, many people do, I don't know if this is maybe pushed so much in Lakewood, the easiest thing to do is there are, there are apps that a woman can get on her phone called the Mikvah Calendar app. A woman can get on her phone and you can put in, which we'll talk about the Chumras in a second, you can put in what Chumras you want to do, what Chumras you don't want to do, and if you don't know what that means, you bring it to Rav, and I'll tell you, what is, it, what is Arzeruah? What is Vesta Flaga, Vesta Flaga, Iker, Vest, Haflaga, Kitsara, Vlasta, Vest, Haflaga, Kitsara, Iker, Vesta, Rucha, what is the crazy? They have all these things, all these options, and they're pretty flawless, these apps. They work very, very well. I've tested them out, and they've, uh, I've spoken to a lot of other people who also have tested them out. They work pretty well. Is it possible that there's mistakes based on the systems? Yes, but I should tell you what, it's very, very likely that it's possible you'll make a mistake also when you're making the calendar. It's very possible you make a mistake, especially when you're talking about Vesta Flaga. They have the ability to catch these Vesta Flagas that you might not have, and you might not catch, you know, making a pattern. Therefore, maybe it's not such a yeshivish thing to do, but uh, if your wife has a smartphone anyways, it's definitely something, even if she wants to keep a regular calendar and keep it on there, just so that she can do it as a backup, just to make sure she doesn't make mistakes. What these apps also do is they also send out reminders which means we'll talk about it in a second. One of the things that she needs to do is do a badika on the day of the vest. She needs to be doing a half sick, right? Many of the issues that a woman has is, ah, I forgot to do a half sick, right? I forgot to do a half sick, I forgot to do a badika. Someone called me last night. I forgot to do a badika on day seven, right? I forgot to do a badika on day one. I forgot to do a half sick, or I forgot to, I didn't do a half sick on the vest. All these things, it sends out reminders, reminding the woman, you know, twice a day, make sure today's, your, today's the vest. Make sure that you're Pirish today. Make sure that you do badika. That's also obviously very helpful as well, just to keep these things in mind. It's a woman, Baruch Hashem, women have a lot in their head. Especially if they're married with kids and uh, and have jobs and trying to take care of the house, a lot of the head of these things make make life easier, and they also make the uh, make the cheshvan a little bit easier. Those are the basic vestas. One other vest, one other vest, which is important to speak out, is called vest. You may have hamavucha, vest mavucha, which the place can speak out, which is probably much more common nowadays. A woman always sees within, let's say, a three day span, right? A woman's always seeing on day 27, 28, 29, right? Which is very common. A woman's body will be. The erech and sink, it's not mamash and sink the way they used to have it in Mechazal, where it's a vest yoim ha, which the vest yoim ha chaydash yoim ha flag, where it's clear, but it's always within a certain range, three, four days. That's called vest yoim ha There's machlekas ha paiskem, whether she has to keep that as a vest. And the way we paskin, at least I'm saying weak, the way, the way, uh, the way, the way, uh, is that what she needs to do is she needs to uh, she just she does not need to do a bedika she does not need to consider them the day of the vest which means she just has to look at the last month she doesn't have to look at the basic pattern however however what she should do is when she has vestimeh mavucha she always sees within a three day span the proper thing to do is that before the couple has tashmish she should do a kinuach mevachutz kinuach mevachutz is a very easy eitzah because it takes care of a lot of issues kinuach mevachutz means take take toilet paper. And if you want to assume that toilet paper is makabal tumma, take colored toilet paper, but take toilet paper, which we said is not makabal tumma, take toilet paper and do an external wipe, not an internal wipe, an external wipe. What's the mile of doing that? Then you'll be able to see if she has, if you look at the, look at the toilet paper and there's blood on it, so you'll know that, that she probably is, the period is probably coming or has started to come already. However, she's not tummy. She's not tummy because you're only seeing the kesem on something which is not makabal tumma or something which is colored. Therefore, she won't be tummy. However, 
A couple also know that it's smart to be Pirish and smart that they shouldn't have Tashmish. They could be together for all of their Chakas. Everything else is Mutter. They could sleep in the same bed. Everything else is Mutter. However, they just shouldn't have Tashmish because they know that there's something taking place. They're able to see it. And then also, what they can do is they can check in and check 12 hours later and see what happened or put a pad on and see is there any bleeding that happens over 12 hours? If nothing happens over 12 hours, you call the Rav. Maybe it was just a, a one little stain and then she can go right to the next night and be to her the next night. And that's the easiest thing to do if a woman knows that she's always, she has a pattern that, you know, she's always getting 27, 28, 29 which is pretty common. All she would need to do during those days is, uh, assuming that it's not the day of her vest, if it's the day of her vest, obviously she need to do a proper badika and prisha, they'll need to be parish, but assuming it's not the day of her vest, assuming it's just a day that she very commonly gets her vest on, all she should do is do a kinuach mebachot, do an external, not an internal wipe, you do an internal wipe and you find anything on it, assuming that it's, assuming that it's red and it's a kes, assuming that it's blood, They'll, the couple, they'll be metame her right away, which is not kashmak if she could stay tar for another 12 hours, 24 hours. Therefore, the best thing to do is do a kinuch mebachutz, and that way you can take care of all issues. You'll be sure that you won't end up being, uh, being you know, having tashmash if she is in need of, she has started her blood, period. And at the same time, you also won't make her tame, even if her period has started, just a small staining, which could sometimes go on for two, three days. That's all the basic Vestis, again, vest kavua, which is not very common. Veshe'ene kavua, and as we said, a woman who has a veshe'ene kavua needs to be careful about three main vestis, which are yoyma chaydesh, the day of the month, yoyma flaga, including the, 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 the amount of days in between the last period, including the day of both re'iyas, and the ayinabeinidis, which is day number 30. There are a few chumras which come up in vestis, which are, some of them are more commonly taught than others, and based on where you learned and, and how you learned, the, the, some of these chumras will either be more or less familiar to you. The first chumra, the one that's probably the most taught and the most kept, is chumras arzerua. Chumras arzerua means to create a buffer zone. Arzerua says if the aina of the woman is, let's say, yudalat shvat by day, and in a month later, the yayma chaydesh is going to be yudalat adar aleph, the arzerua says these things are a little bit complicated to figure out exactly when the aina is, when it started. Arzerua says, let, let's back up another 12 hours, let's add in one more aina to the vest in order to make sure that we don't run into any issues. Maybe the woman got confused, maybe she didn't see, or she assumed that her period started by day, really started by night. Therefore, the Arzurua says, always back up and add in one more Aina. That's Chumas Arzurua. Most B'nai Torah learn Chumas Arzurua. I imagine most people that learned in Lakewood learned Arzurua, and even at a Lakewood, it's something which is very commonly taught. That's called Chumras Arzurua. Yeah, it's, it's um, Chumras Arzurua. And therefore, right, if the, if, the, if the vest is by day, then it means by night. If, if the vest is by day, then it means that you add in the night before. If the vest is by night, then you add in the day before. When it comes to th- these chumras, these chumras, there's no chiyav, there's no chiyav bedika during these chumras. There's no chiyav, uh, there's no, uh, there's no chiyav bedika. All other, all other achakas a person does not need to keep. We'll talk about which achakas a person needs to keep during, during vestas in a minute. But all other achakas a person doesn't need to keep. This is just a chumra. There's no need for bedika. Just another way to make sure that they don't run into issues. That's called chumras arzurua. It's pretty commonly taught and pretty commonly kept. It really will only make a major difference when you're talking about when, when the Arzurua is by night. If the Arzurua is by day, anyways, Tashma should not, be had, should not be taking place by day. So it's only really taking place when the vest is the case we're giving, which is Yud Dalid, Adar Aleph, and then you're adding in the night before, that would be the Chumras Arzurua. That's one potential Chumra. The other potential Chumra, which can sometimes, which can, which is, can overlap with the Arzurua is called Chumras Crazy Placey. The Crazy Placey says you don't add in a 12 hour period. The Crazy Placey says always do a full calendar day. Meaning, if a woman saw by night, you include the day after, the aina after, and if a woman saw by day, you include the night before. Always include a halachic calendar day, without getting to the reason for the crazy place. That is the chumras crazy place. Now, again, the crazy place will overlap with the arzurua any time that a woman had her ear by day, because then both the crazy place and the arzurua add in the 12 hours before. The crazy place is only talking about going forward, which means that a woman had her ear by night, and you're adding in the next day. 
right? Which, as we said, is not really a major chumrah to keep because, anyways, a couple's not having tashmash during the day. She doesn't need to be do, do it, do a bedika, and all all their chakas are fine. That'd be the chumrah azirua, not very commonly kept, and not uh, definitely not definitely not both of them. And I think in America. At least in America, they're much more, you know, to sell, they keep the crazy place more. In America, they go with the Arzirua more. But either way, the, what most people have is the Arzirua, and that is adding in before always. If it's by day, the night before. If it's by night, the day before. That is Chumrah's Arzirua. The second, the, the third, chumr, third potential Chumrah is the Chumrah of Aina Beninus. We said that Aina Beninus is day number 30. There is a Mechleikis, and there are those that learn that Aina Beninus is day number 30, day number 31. There's a Chumrah that is taught much sure in the Lakewood, they do teach it. They do, because Right, okay, so in Lakewood, they do teach it, it's 30, 31. Lamaisa, most of the year, most of the time, it doesn't make a difference. Why? For very Pashta Cheshven. If, if we said that the Aina Beninus and the Yoyim HaChaydash will many times fall on the same day. So the Yoyim right, because the Yoyim HaChaydash is 30, is the next month, Yodal Shvat, Yodal Adar Aleph. Right, so if you make a basic, basic math Cheshven, if there's, there's either going to be 30 days later or 31 days later in every month, which means from, from Yodalid Yud Dalit Shva until Yud Dalit Adar Aleph. And it works like this and every month. It's either going to be 30 days or 31 days. So the, it's always going to, six months out of the year, assuming that it, it goes back and forth, which almost Kamat always does, right? Six months in the year, the Aina Bainanis, even if you go day 31, is going to overlap with the Yom HaChadesh. Six days a month, it won't, right? But it's, you're talking about six days, six months throughout the year. So you're talking about six times that you're being Machmer during the year. And again, if the Ayn if the is adding in, if the... Um, right, so that, that yeah. That, that, and therefore, and therefore, it's not, it's not a, a major Chumr to keep. And therefore, that, that's, uh, there are those that, are, like you're saying, Ramayusha was very Machmer in it, and there are many others that are Machmer in it. And that's a Chumr which, if you learned it great, if you didn't, if you didn't that's fine. That's called Ayn Abaynanis to add in day number 31, which could or cannot be adding in an extra vest based on how the month is set up, based on whether it's a Malay or Chaser. The fourth, what are we up to? One, two, three. The fourth Chumrah is the base mayor. This is also a big Machleikas. Whether you have a Vest HaFlaga Kitsara, Oiker Vest HaFlaga Arucha. What it means is the following. A woman has a Vest HaFlaga. The Vest HaFlaga is 29 days long, right? Which means in between the last Vest and this Vest, there were 29 days. Next month, she sees 20, 20, let, 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 let's talk about the, the regular case in which nobody argues. Next month, it takes her 31 days to get the period. Everybody agrees. She was Iker, her Vesta Flaga. She had a Vesta Flaga of 29. She didn't see 29 days later. She saw 31 days later. She knocked out, assuming that she had a Vesta in a Kavua, which that's what we're talking about. She knocked out her Vesta Flaga. Next month, she only needs to worry about 31 days, not 29 days. What happens if the op- opposite scenario had? She had 27 days later a Vesta Flaga as opposed to 29. So here it's a little bit odd. She's continuing to bleed during her Vesta Flaga. But what happens the next month? The next month, does she have to be nervous about 27 and 29 or just 27? Right, that's called the Vesta Flaga Ketzara, Iker Vesta Flaga Rucha. Vesta Flaga Ketzara means that the Vesta Flaga this month was shorter than the Vesta Flaga of last month. There's Machleik, the base mayor is Machmer. According to others, it's Ramban as well. The Shachan Rav says it's before Ramban, and that's why he's Machmer as well. Many, many others are Machmer this as well. That's called the Vesta Flaga Ketzara, and therefore she will need to be careful about both days Next month, if you're machmer, it's a chumrah of base mayor. I don't know if they do teach it, don't teach it. Uh, huh? They tell them about it. Yeah, they tell them about it, depending on where you go. They either do teach it, don't teach it. And again, whether you learned it or not, that's, uh, that's what it's telling. That's called Vesta Flaka Kitsara, would be Oiker, a Vest, Haflaga Rucha. I don't know if a Berkowitz is more machmer, it's Shachan Rav is machmer. Again, that's, that's, it really depends on, uh, on who you talk to, whether you should be machmer. And also, many times it'll depend on the scenarios, what, what else is going on. Couple doesn't have any kids. I know I spoke to a certain Rav, you know, three, four years ago. He said the couple doesn't have any kids, 
and you know they're married six months. Like uh, there's no reason they should be machmer and something like this. They don't know if a chumra is the makayim pruravu. Let them be makayim pruravu, and then they get to think about being, being you know taking a chumra later. You have to figure out the scenario and figure out again who you learn by and what and, and what the halacha you learned is. But that's the other, the fourth potential chumra, which is vesta flaga gitzara, oiker vesta flaga arucha. Those are the basic chumras in vestas. Now all chumras, all chumras. Um, what else did I want to say? All, all uh, chumras will not either apply. I should also say this chumras will not either apply if the husband's yaitzel laderech, which you have to figure out exactly what that means. You call a rav and decide if that's called, if the husband leaving town is called the proper yaitzel laderech, or if it's lal tefila, which means if somebody if the if the mitzvah tefila happens on the same night as the as the as the arzeruah or as the base mayor or as any of these, that will avad that will override the 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 chiv of tashmish which comes on on, on lal tefila or on yaitzel laderech will override. Any of these chumras, so even if a person does keep the chumras, they, uh, they, they can get knocked off in a case of necessity. That's all the basic types of vest and how you can be kaveya of vest. What happens on the actual day of the vest? So on the day of the vest, first of all, she needs to be pyrish because we're nervous that she's going to become a nida or she is a nida and therefore she needs to be pyrish. Me'ikar adin, the only thing they need to be pyrish from is tashmish. That's me'ikar adin. However, tavayu love bracha, the shach says, if a person is Pirish from chibuk venishuk as well, from hugging and kissing as well. Tavala bracha to also be pirish. A non, a non passionate hugger kiss, that would, that would be fine. It only means chibuk venishuk of derechiba, which is the type that will lead to lide tashmish. That will be asr. And in addition, the Shochan Aruch Rav says also that lachar it's a dever pashad, that sleeping in the same bed will also be asr on the vest. Although it's not before in the Shochan Aruch like this, Shochan Aruch Rav learns that as a, as a pashtas, and that's the way, that's the way, that's the way, uh, that is the accepted chumra of the Shochan Aruch Rav. And therefore, what comes out of the Yom vest, like Abi Prisha, is all our chakas they do not have to keep. The only chakas they need to keep is chibok, nishok, sleeping in the same bed, and obviously, tashmish. All the chakas are mutter. That's one thing that they need to do on the day of the vest. Additionally, the woman also needs to do a bedika. Right? How many bedikas should be? Maker didn't only need to do one bedika. There are many that teach two bedikas. Maker didn't she only needs to do one bedika. There's no real specific time when she should do it. Best to be done towards the end of the day, closer to shkia. But if it's done in the morning, anytime after, anytime after a lice, I'm sorry, anytime after nates, will be fine. And that, that, that's the bedika which needs to be done on the day of the vest. Let's say she missed the bedika. Very common. A woman says, I totally forgot that it's my vest. I remember to be Pyrish, but I forgot to do a bedika on the day of the vest. It's not during Shiva Nikim. It's not a day that she's used to doing bedikas on. She's not in the, you know, in the routine of doing bedikas. She forgot to do a bedika. So it depends what type of vest it is. If it's a vest of Yaim HaChaydesh or a vest of Yaim HaFlaga, she is fine, and assuming that she did not get her period, assuming she's not bleeding, the couple has the ability to be together the next day, assuming that the next day is not a, is not a vest, the couple could be together. However, if it's an Aynabaininess, or obviously if it's a vest Kavua, then the woman will need to do a Bedika, which means the day passed, she'll need to do a Bedika before the couple has Tashmish, a day or two later, it doesn't make a difference when it is. She will need to do bedika before the couple has tashmish. Ainabaninus has some chumras, some aspects of it, which are considered like a veskavua, and therefore the bedika will be ma'akya by the Ainabaninus, and therefore you just have to figure out which one did she miss. Did she miss doing a bedika on vestia machaydash, vestaflaga, or Ainabaninus? That is Lagabe missing the, missing the bedika. Let's assume that a woman did do a bedika. A woman has, let's say, Yud Dalid, Yud Dalid Shva. Yudal, so therefore, Yudalad Adar Aleph is her vest Yamachaydesh. She does a bedika at 12 o'clock in the 12 o'clock, you know, in the afternoon. She does a bedika and it comes out clean. The couple is still usher for the rest of the day. They do not have the ability to be together. Bedika doesn't make them mutter. The bedika is just necessary for her to do, but nevertheless, she'll still be usher for the whole rest of the Aina 
the, the bedika will not be mata her. It's also important to remember, and I think we spoke this out two minutes ago, that bedikas are only done on the vestas mi'ikradin, not on the ones that are chumrah, which means arzerua, even if they're pirish, even if they're machmer like the arzerua, she does not have to do a bedika during the arzerua, which the machmer for the base mayor, for any of these, any of these chumras that a woman does, day 31, there's no need to do a vest, they just have to be pirish, that's the only thing, they have the order to do bedika, they just have to be pirish, there is no need of the vestas. If all the vestas pass, yeah, let's say she has a vest yamachadish, vest yamaflaga, she gets through all three of them, she does a bedika, and everything's good, everything's clean, so maybe it would be smart for her to take a pregnancy test, but is the, is the couple mutter or aser? So, Lamaisa, the couple is totally mutter, there's no reason to assume that she's aser, however, it would be very, very smart, and this is what recommended by the Paiskin, that she do a kinuach mebechutz, as we explained before, she should do an external wipe with a toilet paper, to see what's going on. It's odd that the, that the period hasn't come. Either it means that the period's gonna come in a day or two, maybe it means she's pregnant, maybe there's something that, that's taking place, but the smart thing to do would be that she should do a kinuach mebachutz to make sure that she does not ha- actually, uh, she's not actually having a period and just missed it, and just missed it by the bedika. That is all like the chiyuvim to do on the day of the vest. A woman who is a miselekes damim does not have to be worried about vestas. What is a miselekes damim? Miselekes damim is a woman who is either pregnant once a woman becomes mu'uberah, she is considered a misulekes damim. Bimei chazal, this only happened after three months of pregnancy. It was still possible bimei chazal for a woman to continue seeing within the first three months, either staining or re'iyas. It was possible for her to see. Even though bismaneinu, that's not possible. However, the Paiskim say that you should definitely be machmer for the first month. Right? We're only, we don't have three months anyways. Most women do not have a vest kavua. So you only have to be worried about the first month, which means a woman becomes pregnant this month. Right? A woman becomes pregnant during, during, during Shvat. And Adar, she has she has a three vestas, or she makes a very pashta cheshbin. She has three vestas that she has to, that she has to be she, that she has to, to keep that first month. Once she passes the vest yamaflaga, vest yamavenidus, and vest yamachaydesh, so then the next month, anyways, there is no vestas because she had a vest yamakavua and she was oiker all three of her vest yamakavua just by not seeing the first month. Therefore, practically, what comes out, most women do not know that they most women do not know that they're pregnant until the three vestas pass, right? That's the biggest sign of the fact that she may be pregnant is the fact that she didn't get her period. So once she didn't get her period and all three vestas pass and she did a bedika and then there's a pregnancy test, anyway, she knows that she, she has been Iker all the vestas. And therefore, uh, although, although she should be keeping it for the first month, it's not a very practical case. So Moshe writes that even if she did a pregnancy test and found that she was pregnant before the vestas, she should nevertheless still keep the vestas. But it's very uncommon for a woman to know that she's pregnant before she actually has the vestas. The one case which does come up is, uh, is when a woman's doing treatment, a woman's doing fertility treatment, and then she can know, they push to do blood tests right away, so it comes up that a woman can know that she's pregnant, you know, a week before her vestus, right? Because nothing to do with the vestus, not that she missed the vestus and she happened to take the new treatment, they're trying to get pregnant, therefore they'll take blood tests and they'll know right away with, you know, brirus. So again, the place can say, she'd be machmer to keep the vestus at least for the first month, and uh, they should be uh, they should be perish for their first month. Another case, another case of misulek is damim. Aside from a case of a woman who's pregnant, is a woman who's nursing. In the case in Bimei Chazal, also this went on for two for twenty four months. This is not like the Matthias of nowadays. And therefore, most women who are, pre- who are nursing will not nurse clean for twenty four months. Most women will not nurse period for 20, 24 months. And therefore, therefore, as soon as she gets her first vest, as soon as she gets her first re'ia, she has to start giving vestas again. Up until then, she doesn't need to keep any vestas, right? She's anyway, anyway, anyways. She was Iker all of them, you know, between the period of pregnancy. But until she gets her first vest, she does not have to, uh, she does not have to keep any of her, until, until she gets her first re'ia, she does not have to keep any of her old vestas. And the third, the third case is when a woman's taking birth control pills, a woman's on some sort of birth control, that is going to affect her getting her period. And she knows that she's not supposed to be getting her period, the type of which, is, which will stop the period as opposed to just 
stop it as opposed to just birth control. And then a woman has to, uh, then a woman also, if a woman knows that this is the kind of birth control which will help her, which you shouldn't really do in the first month when a woman's trying a brand new birth control, it's very unlikely and it's very, very difficult to know that this birth control is going to work. And therefore she should wait at least a month to say, okay, she's, you know, she, started a, you know, she started the pills and the pills are working, they worked for the first month, they made sure there was no breakthrough, breakthrough bleeding, breakthrough staining, she knows that the pills are working for her. The next month going forward, assuming that she's on the same pills, assuming that she's doing the same regimen, she does not need to be worried about any, uh, about any vestus, all vestus, she's all vestus, she's, she's considered a misulekis dhamma. What happens, what happens when, a woman's, when a woman is on pills that is important to know is a woman will stop, can stop taking the pills or take out the, the, take out the, uh, the nuva ring or whatever it is and she knows, again, normally it comes two, three days after she stops taking the pills when she stops taking the, uh, the actual birth control pills or she takes the, the uh, what's it called, the other pills that are not a uh, the placebo pills, right? She takes the pills, which are not real pills. But either way, she knows, okay, two, three days after she stops her birth control, she's going to bleed. So if she knows that this happens regularly, so it could be she, could be she has some sort of vest, for, you know, if she knows that every time, three days after she takes out the, uh, she stops the birth control or something like that, could be she has been kavea, a vest, not a vest kavua, but a vest kavua, which she's in the next month going forward, she'll say, okay, I know that two months, two days after I stop taking the pills, that's when the period comes. This happens, this, and this happens, you know, more than one, more than one month. This happens three times in a row, so then she could be, she has been a vest for that day, two days after she has taken out, she has stopped taking the pills. And uh, other than that, if she stopped taking the pills and she doesn't know when it's going to come, she knows that it's going to come. That's what happens. When a woman stops taking the birth control pills, she knows it's going to come at some point over the next two, three days, and she should go back to the same halacha we said before about the Yemei Mabuchim, and the same halacha when all vests pass, she should do a kenuch mebachutz. She knows she, she stopped taking the pills. She knows it's, it's imminent that the period's going to come. That's a natural reaction that her body's going to have. She doesn't know what day it's going to come. The easiest way to say is just do a kinuch mebachutz, do an external wipe before having any tashmish, and that way the couple will be able to figure out if she is tummy or not. That is the basics, basics of Elchaz Vestas. Instead of Mitzvah, maybe next week we'll do one more, uh, one more show with some other common things that come up. Shikrach. <laughs>